is Faith Revisited. Welcome to the podcast. On Faith Revisited, we'll talk about our own church as we're constantly trying to adapt to an ever-changing world as a downtown historic church. We'll talk about United Methodist Matters as our denomination faces an exciting and uncertain future. We'll explore church leadership in the 21st century. And we'll talk to different faith leaders about their perspectives of religion today, how we can be more authentic, stop alienating people, and how faith is more important than ever to connect us to God and each other. Hey, maybe we'll touch on a topic that speaks to exactly where you are in your faith. We won't know until we try, right? Let's do it. Hello, Faith Revisited listeners. Welcome to this week's episode. Um, Ben and Molly are here, and today we're continuing our chat on goals, but focusing on our church goals. This is one of, again, our favorite topics, and we're really excited to share with you some of the goals that we have for the church. Well, and let's go ahead and just name the elephant in the room for anybody who's trying to make goals, whether personal or uh, church-wise. I mean, this whole COVID thing, and and it's continuing, and, and Experts say it's going to continue well into 2021. That's probably changed the process of, of goal setting and yeah. visioning for the year and, and things like that. So um, I know I personally had a, a, I usually have a much easier time setting goals, mm-hmm. uh, especially church goals. Um, and I, I mean, I'm mostly there, but I mean, there's still some very fluid things because yeah. we just don't know what this year is going to bring. And we know from last year that the always expect the unexpected. Yeah. What did you go into 2020 with your goals? I mean, I remember us talking the first month or two about goals and it was like, we're doing this and then that and all this. And then, and then what happened? Yeah, probably the biggest one was we were going to launch a, a big a three-year financial campaign yeah. this fall to address um, uh, some, some ongoing building needs. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're uh, stewards of a historic building and it, it needs continual work. And as soon as COVID happened and the stock market in March went down, you know, that, that, that was going to be the big campaign this fall. And we were mm-hmm. going to really put some excitement into that and a lot of effort. And, and so that got put on hold. And I mean, the market's come back, but I mean, people's lives just aren't there to, to where I feel comfortable asking. It's all unstable. Yeah. 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 And, and so I don't feel comfortable asking people to go above and beyond and make that kind of commitment until some things in the world settle down. So that was probably the biggest one. But looking back, um, one of the things that's cha- and it's changed in the goal setting for this year is realizing how many of our goals or how much how much of our vision depended on the physical building. Mm-hmm. I didn't have anything in 2020 goals. I mean, or I had very minimal about, you know, reaching people beyond the building. Yeah. And so it was a wake up call that, that, okay, 2021, we need to be thinking more in terms of less in terms of a building, more in terms of how we reach people beyond a building. Yeah. That's great. So that leads us into 2021, which we are now in. Um, It's been a rocky start to 2021. uh, But, you know, I, I'm an optimist, so I'm hoping that, you know, things are going to shape up here. Yeah, we've, uh, uh, for those following along at home, we we decided after Christmas it was going to be yeah. one Sunday, and now it's just sort of the month of January, and then we're going to take it a month at a time, but we've, we've stopped in-person worship. You know, we were, mm-hmm. we were into hybrid church and doing hybrid worship and all that, and, and now we've stopped. Uh, it's just the numbers are surging mm-hmm. and, and going back 
you know, in many cases worse than they were yeah. the first surge over the summer. So, um, you know, we're, we're just like two steps forward, three steps backwards. Yeah. And, and we've even <laughs> joked that, that our team, our worship team, the, the six of us who put on worship for what, well over six months together um, Man, in, yeah. in an empty sanctuary, you know, we, Man, we're it's back. almost a year. Like March yeah. is a year that we will have gone completely virtual. So yeah. we're yeah, 10 months. And, and and what's crazy, and I want to say this to people who are afraid of going back and feel and 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 you you feel like it's a failure, you know, if you go back to all online, how easy was it the last couple of Sundays just going back oh, to the routine, of just a couple of us in the room? It was so nice. I was being bossy again. I could just yell at you all your cues of when to start and Ben, sit down. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, you know, it was one of those things that that yes, it's frustrating to go backwards, but then you realize that you built up muscles this past year that yeah. you didn't have mm-hmm. when twenty twenty this time last year before the pandemic. So Absolutely. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of nice. It's like okay, yeah. we can. It's frustrating, but we can we can do this. We can do this. So Continue a lot adapt, of our goals. Yeah. yeah, a lot of our goals, or at least the ones that I have this year, um, you know, are, are much more, much less focused on a building. I do have four or five things with our building that we need to address. Um, and one of them is actually, we're moving forward and going to kick that off in a couple of months. Um, but, but everything that everything else, you know, is translatable, whether in person or online. Mm-hmm. So one, one big goal, and we actually did kind of a soft launch, uh, this, past week was that I wanted to go ahead and formally launch our online campus on Facebook. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a private group that people can join. We now have about 30 members of it. Nice. Um, and it's going to be something that we build out over the course of the year and, and moving forward that we build out various ways for people to grow spiritually um, through digital content, but also so that they can connect with each other. Yeah. So that's going to be a big emphasis over, you know, especially in the coming weeks to start building, but then over the, the course of the years to really get that uh, built out more and more. And so uh, definitely want to do that. Uh, we uh, are in the, the final stages of, of launching our church app, which we hope yes. will be, um, you know, another hub of, of content and material, ways to connect, mm-hmm. ways to sign up for things, ways to, more importantly, ways to, to carry the church with you in your daily life. So yeah. that you're not dependent as a member on coming to the building to feel connected. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're, we're working on that um, a lot. Also, some of the goals that I have is this is, I'm four and a half years into this appointment. So we'll, June will make five years. Uh, so I'm in year five and year five is wonderful. You know, I, I've never made it five years in an appointment. This is my first <laughs> time uh, you know, without moving. Um, but, but, you know, it's one of those things that they say, if you can get to like years five, six, seven, and eight, these are real sweet years for, mm-hmm. because you've built up trust, you've built up collateral. Um, people, people, people are much more willing to go along with you. You, you mm-hmm. develop leaders, you know, all these things. So a, a lot of things that I'm looking at is from a system standpoint to how we can kind of up our systems, formalize them more, um, you know, administratively, how can we do that with how we onboard people who, mm-hmm. who join the staff and volunteers? Um, and then probably the other big area of goals is um, around discipleship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I think about it because as preachers, we always say that church is about developing disciples. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, there are so many other things that get in the way of that. And a lot of it's necessary. In this appointment, yeah. we've had to uh, spend the first four plus years addressing, doing a lot of what I call triage. Yeah. You know, there were some there 16 were just, other things that have happened or yeah. fallen through the cracks. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't, you know, help someone read 
reach their peak performance, you know, in their physical health, if, if they're cut and bleeding and mm-hmm. you got to bandage some stuff up first. And so, yeah. you know, we've had to work on some financial things at the church. We've had to grow the church just to get to a, a, a working capacity where we can mm-hmm. sustain what we're doing. Um, we've had to, you know, reach some new people. We've had to let some people uh, retire from leadership who retired and burn out. And then we had to get new people in those places and give them time to, to develop. And so now I really want to focus on um, discipleship. And so um, there's some leadership training stuff that I really want to do. I want to formalize. Uh, at Trinity, we, we have sort of used this model of uh, belonging and becoming. Mm-hmm. You know, that, we, that we're a place for people to belong so that they can become deep disciples of Jesus Christ. And so I really want to formalize this belong and become almost into like, a, for lack of a better term, a brand. Yeah. So that we kind of understand it as a system that belong and become, belong and become. And so we create videos for small group content. We create mm-hmm. videos for individuals to sort of learn and grow and um, how to, what membership looks like. You know, all of this is in the framework of belonging and um, becoming. Mm-hmm. And probably the other big goal that I'm really excited about um, this year is that our justice team spent a lot of time in 2020 in the wake of, um, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and the, the, the you know, killings of, of George Floyd and Ron Arbery and things. They spent a lot of time growing in their understanding of racial justice and especially around things like white privilege. We're a predominantly white congregation. And so mm-hmm. understanding our white privilege, understanding the history of race and racism. Uh, you were part of a group. Uh, mm-hmm. Share a little bit about that. They did a wonderful tour. Oh, yes, there's a Savannah Underground Tours um, led by a local Savannian who has a lot of history here, and it was uh, an amazing tour about slavery in Savannah and how it's not known and not recognized, but the signs are all around us that slavery happened here, even though the history books don't you know, point to that direction. The historical markers don't say anything about it, but um, Savannah Underground Tours, it was a phenomenal tour. So we read uh, a book uh, by Austin Channing Brown. Austin Channing Brown, yeah. Uh, I'm still here. I'm still here. There we go. Um, I can picture it in my head. It's green. Um, I'm still here. So we read that book and then went on the tour as the closeout to our small group. And it was a phenomenal experience to highly recommend. Yeah, so out of all of that wonderful work, we have uh, decided, and we've got a champion uh, in our church, but we've decided that there's a movement called Be the Bridge. Um, uh, Latasha Morrison uh, kind of did this, and this is really a, a, a framework to help a church continue to grow and make strides in understanding racial justice and reconciliation. Mm-hmm. So we are going to become a Be the Bridge church, um, and then we're going to use this framework to sort of help outline other ways to learn and grow and help uh, people connected with Trinity and hopefully beyond, you know, growing their understanding of racial justice. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, we've got a group doing a training, um, I think that this week actually, um, on how to sort of lead this and, and then they're going to take off with it. So, Amazing. and that's goes back and we may need to do a whole nother episode on building trust and developing leaders yeah. uh, because that's a struggle that most churches have. But the beautiful thing about that is now into year five and almost starting year six later this year, it really, it's almost surreal. You pinch yourself because, you know, whereas before when you first get somewhere, you're, you're churning out, you know, trying to drive energy and all this stuff. Now it's like a simple text message. Hey, I feel very passionate about this. Can mm-hmm. we do it? And then your job is just to say, 
Yes. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Yep. Tell me how to help you. Like, mm-hmm. like I'll recruit somebody, I'll dig up funding, but you, yes, if you want to champion mm-hmm. that. So do it. that's really been a fun thing. And we've got leaders like you, we've got leaders that have stepped up with uh, discipleship and small groups, mm-hmm. with justice ministries. And so that's really going to be fun. So I'm assembling um, a, a 12 person because Jesus had 12 disciples. So we might as well use the number 12, but sort of a 12 person ministry council this uh-huh. year. And, and the key is each of the members are already chairing and championing uh, ministries. And so that group will sort of help solidify our vision for ministry this year, mostly because we do an annual leadership retreat at the first of the year and we can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> we can't get a bunch of people in a room together. Yeah. So the 12 of us in the next few weeks are going to zoom and uh, just talk about where we want to see ministry to go. And then that group, it, it, we're tapping into the passion that's already there. And so mm-hmm. that group of passionate leaders will sort of help coalesce ideas uh, together so that we know that we're working in harmony with each other. That's awesome. That's really great. So your goals in general terms are, um, just go over them briefly. The, okay. Uh, discipleship. The goals in general, yeah. Discipleship and small group ministries, how to grow that. Um, putting down more formal systems around mm-hmm. administration mm-hmm. and ministry. Um, launching our online campus and cultivating that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really cultivating a sense of uh, digital, more digital content. Um, so I like, for example, I just arrived today. I've got a green screen and, a, and yeah. uh, polls that, that we're going to set up a room and that's going to be our production studio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things like that. So, yeah, I mean, this this the name of the game now is that we, we have to create things to go online. Yep, absolutely. Great. Well, that wraps up the church goals. Um, and do you feel confident in these that, um, regardless of what's happening in the world or outside of our church, that these are things that will be everlasting, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, again, that's the neat thing that sort of we learned from 2020 is that I feel like now that we've gone through a year where we had to pivot and, and, Mm -hmm. and, and adapt to new things that now we're able to actually think of goals in ways that are translatable across different settings. So if we have to go all virtual or if we are able to be in person, you know, there's some, now obviously there's some things that, that aren't, you know, we have this great hope that hopefully by the fall we can relaunch our choir. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we've got ensemble singers who are wonderful and they're, they're doing such a great job and there's music happening. It's just not what we want. Um, We're not able to do our big children's events just yet, but hopefully, you know, by summer we'll be able to do a Mm -hmm. a vacation Bible school. So there are some things like that, that that are, that are dependent on conditions, but by and large, and that's what I would say to all leaders, make sure that your goals are translatable from the virtual to the in-person setting and back, because you just don't know. And we learned last year when you're going to have to pivot one way or the other. Mm -hmm. So it needs to be a hybrid approach to say, this will mostly work, or most of these will work across across settings. Yeah, that's great. Well, please share with us your goals or if you have questions on church goals. And we also did a podcast episode last year. Um, should have looked up what that number was, but we talked about our church goals last year as well. Um, and so I re- we really should go back and listen to that and see what... <laughs> it would be fun to put that link in the, in the show. Okay, I'll do that. Yes, that, that yeah. would be really funny. Um, we had no idea what we know now. So hindsight really is 2020, but thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the faith revisited podcast. Listen to us anywhere you find your podcast. We hope you have a great week. See you soon.